What's going on? Uh, it's your boy Zach back again with a uh, another episode of a humble opinion. I know for any of the you know one people on planet Earth that have listened to this and thought, ah, oh, this guy must have just recorded one and then forgot about it. Um, I didn't. This podcast has been on the absolute forefront of my mind. But what I did want is to take a little bit of time away, just to come up with a little bit of a clear vision as to what I wanted this to look like. Because the last thing that I want is to come in and have to totally fly by the seat of my pants every time. Um, so I wanted to take some time away just to really think about kind of what I could bring and what I could offer that would be unique and worth listening to. It's something that I would enjoy. Um, so I, you know, I feel like I've done that. We're obviously still, you know, it's always open to, uh, to change and, and mixing it up, but uh, you know, we have some exciting things coming. We're working on a brand new logo. I got a brand new mic, so I'm sure that I'm coming through just crystal clear for all you people listening on, you know, solid headphones where I'm literally right next to your head. Um, so yeah, you're welcome. I'm sure you appreciate that. I struggled with the first one. It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't great. So, so yeah, so I got a new mic. We're working on getting the social media up and running and I'm working on a brand new logo as we speak. So things are moving along. I haven't forgotten about this and I am still planning on doing it. So to any of the people that heard my previous episode or are listening to this one, thanks for joining us. Kick your feet up. Life is going to be great. Um, one of the changes that we did make is that I've kind of made some segments that, you know, I'm going to use to, to come back to every week. So yeah, but listen, I'm going to stop yammering on. You'll hear all about that in the episode. Uh, so again, thanks for sticking with us and uh, yeah, look forward to a humble opinion. Cheers. Welcome, 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 you wonderful, beautiful, amazing, excellent people. <laughs> Um, we got an absolute hitter of an episode here for you today. Uh, like I said, you know, I alluded to in the intro, um, we have made a little bit of changes to the structure instead of it being kind of one thing that I focus on and talk about, like the last episode, um, with the whole Mike Mayock Raiders AB situation, obviously there's been some developments in that. Uh, but with that last one where it was just one thing and I really hammered into it, what I've done is I've actually created some segments. Uh, that way we can kind of talk about some different stuff every week, but it's going to be kind of consistent with what you hear in the theme. So again, I'm always open to changes. So if anybody has any suggestions, you know, feel free, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, Twitter handle is at a underscore humble opinion. That's again, at a underscore humble opinion. Uh, so if you guys have any questions, uh, any suggestions, I'm totally anything you guys want me to cover, um, feel free, hit it up in the uh, Twitter and we'll uh, we'll get going. So, yeah, we have Twitter. How exciting. Um, so, yeah. So anyways, so back to the episode. It's absolute hitter for you today. Basically, there's going to be kind of some different segments that I go through and talk about each week. So first segment we're going to talk about is uh, why we love this. So what this segment is, is it's basically just positive news, positive, it, you know, it's, it's going to be mostly sports because that's where I spend my time. But, you know, there's going to be other stuff too. So anything that's going on in the world that just kind of shows you like, ah, okay, like this is why we love this thing, whether it's football or sports in general or whatever, just anything, freedom, treat yourself. Um, that's what this is, is going to be. So uh, for this week's why we love this, I got two things to talk about, both NFL news. Um, the first one that I want to talk about is Mr. Lamar Jackson. Now, this guy is the absolute talk of the town. People are loving him. Um, he went from at the beginning of the season, a lot of people forgot they were saying that he's not even a quarterback, that he could that he's a running back. He's a glorified wide receiver. Um, you know, he's a he's a mediocre quarterback at best, and he just can't play in the pro game. That was the word. You know, everybody was wondering what was gonna happen. Well, god damn it, he's your he's your goddamn MVP. Uh, he came out and said, excuse me, and started killing it dropping dimes on people and absolutely killing everybody uh, with his athleticism and on his feet. 
Uh, right now, he is 19th in passing yards, which you would go, oh, well, wouldn't that prove that point? But here's where the stats start to get crazy. He's first in passing touchdowns. He's eighth in rushing, and that's not rushing for quarterbacks. That's rushing in the whole league. So 32 teams, 32 starting running backs. This guy at quarterback is eighth, which is insane. I haven't seen that in a really long time. Um, the fact that he's first in passing touchdowns, eighth in rushing, and I believe right now uh, he is 10th in rushing touchdowns. So he's got the most passing touchdowns. He's got the 10th most rushing touchdowns. He's got the eighth most rushing yards. And he's just absolutely dominating everybody. He's fun to watch. It's exciting. He's been pretty humble this entire time with the whole Mark Ingram big trust thing. Like there's hype around him everywhere. Uh, top of the Pro Bowl voting. And he's probably going to be our MVP. So to go from the beginning of the season where everybody is questioning you as to saying, hey, can you even play this position? To being able to just turn around and shut everybody up and show everyone why no matter who you are or what position you play, like you have the opportunity to succeed is awesome. So another thing that makes the NFL so exciting, it feels like every year we have two or three players that just come out of the woodwork and dominate out of nowhere when no one expected them to. Uh, and this year it was Lamar Jackson. So I'm happy about it. I love that. Um, and I hope you guys too. So again, you know, hit me up. Let me know what you think about this whole Lamar Jackson thing. Do you think he's, he's ready for a downturn now that everybody's had, you know, a year of film on him? Or do you think he can keep this going and be the new and improved, you know, Michael Vick in this league? <laughs> uh, minus the dogfighting, hopefully. So um, the second thing that I wanted to talk about for the why we love this is, is Eli Manning situation in New York. So if you guys aren't aware, New York is just absolutely ruthless when it comes to their sports teams, football teams especially. Um, Eli Manning, longtime quarterback of the, of the New York football giants. Uh, been playing there for a long time. The fan base has kind of started to, you know, especially towards the end of last season, really started to sour on him. And, and it kind of seemed like he wasn't um, going to be their guy moving forward. This season, the Giants come out, they draft a guy named Daniel Jones way earlier than most people expected them to. I believe like week four or five, Daniel Jones came in and he's played pretty well. You know, the, the comparisons to Eli Manning are pretty uncanny, even just in the way that he looks. But, uh, yeah, he definitely has come in and, and played well. Uh, he got hurt, so that forced Eli Manning to come back in, which, you know, everybody was a little bit unsure about. But, hey, it, it completely worked out. You know, he had a game in New York this weekend. It's uh, Today is Tuesday the 17th. This will probably get launched on Thursday. So, um, so yeah, just for a little bit of timing, the, you know, there might be some developments in between then. Um, so, yeah, so anyways, he came in, came into the game. Played really well, had a great reception, standing ovation from the crowd, had his wife and his kids wait for him in the tunnel because it might be his last game. You know, coach gave him the game ball. Um, it, it was just kind of one of those really good, feel good, warm your heart moments after seeing New York ruthlessly rip on this guy for the, you know, basically the duration of the season and a little bit of last season. So the fact that he could come in and play and, and help get them to a win and get that reception and have that moment with his family. Um Again, you know, it's it's just another reason why we love sports and why we love football in general is there's, you know, there can be feel-good stories and, and you can kind of fall into the ashes and rise up and dust yourself off and, you know, with play and hard work and continue to come back and, and uh, you know, perform for your teammates and your fans and get the reception for that. So I love that. Good luck to Eli Manning. I don't know if he'll be on a team next year, uh, but if he's not, you know, he's had a great career. Probably not a Hall of Famer in my opinion, but, you know, Again, a great career, absolutely phenomenal quarterback, uh, and, you know, won the Giants the Super Bowl. All right, moving on. Uh, we're going to talk about some news of the week here. So, 
again, brand new segment, so I'll give you a super quick explanation, but I feel like this one's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, we're just going to be talking about news of the week, anything that's been happening, mostly in the world of sports. I might mix in some other stuff if you know there's anything that I feel like talking about, but again, most of my time spent in sports, so that's where I'll be for uh, for this. So um, yeah, so for news of the week this week, we got two things to talk about. Again, both football stories, one NFL, one college football. Um, first thing we're going to talk about is uh, Joe Burrow quarterback for LSU. Uh, I think probably the consensus best team in the league right now, national championship favorite, won the Heisman. Um, he had a great speech. I, I'd recommend that you guys go listen to it. You know, he's quite emotional talking about just kind of where he came from and how, how impoverished it was and, you know, how many kids there maybe go home hungry and just basically saying, you know, that I, I'm here for you guys. I, I'm standing up here for you and, and to show you that uh, anybody can do this, uh, even if you're from a place like that. So again, uh, this is just a quick one, but yeah, uh, congratulations to Joe Burrow. Very deserving. He's got kind of a cool story. He was at Ohio state last year. Um, you know, he's originally from Ohio, was at Ohio state kind of was stuck deep in the depth chart for people who don't know, like these, these college football teams, they have these huge teams and they go and they recruit people from all over the country. And especially kids in your state, Ohio state, you know, if you're at all, a college football fan, you know, um, the, uh, the legend of Ohio state and the Buckeyes, they are a very prestigious team, um, have dominated for a long time and somewhere that a lot of players want to go to. So he was there, he was stuck in the depth chart. He couldn't get going. So he transferred, he, he moved over to LSU and, and, and went there and basically just started blowing up. He became a huge, huge success there, had a great season, obviously ending in the Heisman victory. So, um, so, yeah, so if you're looking for, again, a little bit of a feel-good moment, feel free. Go look at Joe Burrow's speech. Go watch his speech. You'll be able to find it on YouTube or whatever you can. Um, it's a cool speech, and it kind of shows, you know, I was impressed by it. It shows a little bit more kind of about him and the type of person that he is. And I'm sure that a lot of NFL teams looked at that and, and made him a lot more desirable just for that maturity and that um, perspective that he has. So, again, congrats to Joe Burrow. Uh, could be more deserving. And, uh, yeah, I am look forward to seeing him play in the NFL. Second thing we got to talk about is uh, Drew Brees, all right? Drew Brees broke last night, Monday night, uh, broke the all-time passing TD uh, record, uh, had an absolutely dominant game through four touchdowns, had the best pass completion in a single game ever. It was at 97%. Um, absolutely phenomenal game. It was it was fun to watch, fun to watch him get there. He, uh, of course, you know, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Chiefs, or sorry, the Chiefs, the Saints were in the playoffs last year. Uh, it came down to a last play of the game. Um, they were trying to get into field goal range against the LA Rams. They threw it. It was an obvious pass interference play, but it didn't end up getting called, which resulted in the Saints uh, not making the playoffs in their season ending. So because of that, they added a new pass interference rule, blah, blah, blah. But just for you to know, they got fucked over super hard by a pass interference play last year. That's what's important. So for this game, I thought it was kind of funny. As I'm watching the game, you know, it's a legendary moment. I want to watch Drew Brees break the record. Uh, it's the last place the first half, and, you know, they, they were really trying to do it in the first half, obviously. They score the touchdown. Everybody, you know, Brees starts celebrating, hugs his teammates, all these things. Flag on the play. Gets called back. For what? Offensive pass interference. So twice now, twice in the last like three years, he's been completely screwed over on pass interference plays. But he came back first possession of the second half, went and got it, had a huge game. Um, you know, for those of you who don't know, like I, I think Drew Brees is probably one of the most underrated quarterbacks to ever play. Uh, just a little bit, just some of the other records that he holds. So he has passed TDs. Now, this is fun because Brady is right next. I believe he's three below him. So basically till both of those guys retire, they'll be battling over this record. So that'll be something fun to watch. But right now he's got it. So I'll give it to him. He's got the best single game completion percentage like I talked about. He has the most consecutive seasons with 4,500 passing yards 
and 5,000 passing yards. That's a fuck ton of yards to have on, on a consistent basis. Um, he's got the most career completions. He's got the most career 300 and 400 yard single passing games. He's got the most touchdown passes in a single game. He's tied for first at seven. He's had the most seasons with 30 passing TDs. And that's just some. That's just that's just some of the records that this dude holds. Um, I'm surprised that he doesn't hold up in the goat conver. You know, that he's not brought up in the greatest of all time conversation. Now, listen, uh, you know, for those of you that know me, I'm a Brady guy. I'm a Patriot fan. I'm a lover. I, I'm um, I am very staunch that Brady's probably the best quarterback of all time, just because of how much he's won. Uh, but I'll be honest, like you know, Breeze is right up there. When you look at Brady and his. Um, you know, his basically team record and the amount of championships that he's won and all of the different things that he's done because he holds some awesome records too. Um, and then you look at Drew Brees and all of the single, you know, player records that he holds, like uh, some can make a case and you don't usually hear him. You know, you hear Tom Brady, you hear Peyton Manning, you'll hear, you know, Joe Montana and Dan Marine, those type of guys. But, you know, very rarely am I talking to people and I hear Drew Brees come up in that. So, yeah, I think he deserves a little bit more respect. He looks great. You know, I hope he doesn't retire. I hope we get to watch him play for a few more years and watch him and Tom Brady duke it out. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Uh, now, the next one that we got, the, the next segment that we have, it's called the Piss Poor. So this is basically just, you know, when just you're, when athletes especially, like you're just – you did something, it was just piss poor. Like, it was a disappointing thing. You know, whether you disappointed your fan base or your teammates or your ownership or whatever. It's just, you really fuck the dog. That's that's basically what this segment's about. It seems like we're hearing this every week. You know, there's something's coming up that we need to talk about. I My last episode, the whole Mike Mayock, Antonio Brown thing, you know, that whole episode was basically this piss poor segment. So, um, so yeah. So, got a couple of things to talk about. Number one, Josh Gordon. What the fuck, man? Former Patriot. He was suspended for a fifth time, five times now, for violating the NFL substance abuse um, and performance-enhancing drug policy. Basically, he failed a drug test. This is the fifth time that this has happened. Now, lots of athletes talk about it. The NFL's drug testing, especially for recreational drugs, is pretty relaxed. They test you once in like a one-month time span. I believe it starts on 420 and it ends you know, just before the season. They test you once any time within that time frame. And if you pass that test, you're good. They don't test you for the rest of the year. So all you have to do is get clean enough to pass that drug test at the beginning of the season. And you're pretty much solid in terms of recreational drugs throughout the rest of the year. So marijuana is really what we're talking about. I think they should be allowed to use it. You know, a lot of people do just for the healing qualities and all of those different things. Um, this will be the fifth time. He was originally popped for marijuana. He got suspended for a year. He was originally on the Cleveland Browns. He came back very briefly, got suspended again, traded to the Patriots, um, got suspended with the Patriots, signed a, signed a piece of paper that basically said if he comes back, he only wants to play for the Pats, came back this year, played a few games, Landed on IR. He got released and ended up in Seattle. So now he's in Seattle and he gets to this new team with this new fit and they're loving him. You know, you hear Russell Wilson talk about how great he is. And then all of a sudden he flunks again for a fifth time. I have no idea what the league is going to do. You know, like how long do you suspend the guy now? I believe he's already been suspended for up to a year at one time because he's been dinged so many times. So I don't know what happens yet. It is piss poor. It's disappointing. You know, there's so many people on all the different teams that he's had that have tried to handle him and help him and support him through this. But this is just obviously there's some sort of problem. You know, players say all the time, like if you fail the drug test, you're either stupid or you have a drug problem. So, um, you know, I, I don't know which one it is for Josh Gordon. I wish him, you know, I, I hope that he can get healthy and fix whatever's happening right now. Uh, but, yeah, that's just piss poor to be able to, to fail a drug test for the fifth 
time when teams are still taking a uh, you know taking a chance on you and, and want you to sign and play, uh, especially a team like Seattle that desperately kind of needs him right now, and he was kind of an asset to them. Uh, yeah, it's disappointing. I'm sure that Seahawks fans everywhere are disappointed. I'm disappointed because he played for the Pats, and I like Josh Gordon. I, I wanted him to, uh, yeah, I, I wanted him to be successful, and you know, I, I I always thought it was kind of stupid that he got in so much trouble for for failing just for marijuana. There's no PEDs or anything like that, but this is obviously an ongoing, long lasting problem for him. So I hope whatever he does, that like, he gets some help. You know, I don't know if he'll be back in the league again, um, but yeah, either way, it was piss poor. I was really disappointed to see that. A uh, second thing we're going to talk about. Uh, is uh, Raiders Nation. I am a little bit of a closet Raiders fan, so I, I will say that. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens when they go to Las Vegas, but they had their final game in Oakland this weekend. Uh, they played, they lost basically on a last-second touchdown to the shoe, Mr. Gardner Minshew. Um, and he he broke the hearts of every Raiders fan and, and every Raiders player. Basically, after the game, the Raiders were, uh, you know, they, they were going around saying goodbye to their fan base and, and doing what they need to do. And, uh, yeah, the fans just weren't really having it. There was some love, but there was a whole lot of hate as well. Throwing nachos on the field, throwing beer on the field, throwing themselves on the field, uh, refusing to leave the stadium. Uh, you know, it, look, Raiders fans, especially in Oakland, have always been kind of the rough and tumble, you know, like you live and die by the Raiders in the black hole. So, um, yeah, that was always the one where players talk about, listen, like, you know, my family comes to watch me. Like, they're not wearing my jersey. Like, you got to wear Raiders gear just to blend in. Otherwise, you're going to get – um, yeah, otherwise you're going to have a bad time. So, so yeah, so Raiders, they go, Raiders fans go hard in the paint. Uh, they, they died like they lived, uh, but it was a little bit sad to see it go out like that. I, I would have liked to see a little bit more of a feel good for finale for them. So, uh, Raiders are, their playoff hopes are basically done. So there was a whole bunch of, after that loss, there was a whole bunch of frustration from a whole different bunch of different places. Um, but yeah, so Again, like, you know, I feel you. They're losing their team for the second time. But this team's going to go to Vegas. They're going to have a great stadium for the first time, like, ever. Um, you know, and based on how the Vegas kind of – their reception to the Knights, to the Golden Knights when the NHL hockey team moved there, uh, I think they have a shot to sell out that stadium and have a really good fan base. So I know people are worried. Like, I'll be honest, I'm a little worried about NFL teams in Vegas. That's, that's going to be interesting just from, like, a player discipline perspective. There's a lot of temptation in Vegas for everyone. You know, even hockey players have uh, – a couple of hockey players have gotten into trouble. So it'll be interesting to see what these NFL players, you know, how they handle that. It's, it's going to be different than Oakland. So, um, so yeah, so that'll be interesting. But, again, piss poor, in my opinion, from the Raiders, from, from the fans. I, I would have liked to see – um, something different, but again, you know, this one's come. I really hummed and hawed about this because, yeah, it, it is kind of piss poor when you look at it, but it's also it's nothing new for the Raiders fans. So, uh, RIP Oakland Raiders, they got a couple of games left. I'd be surprised if we see them in the playoffs, and then it's on to Vegas, baby. So, let's see what happens then. But, uh, yeah, either way, um, good luck, good luck to Josh Gordon, and uh, good luck to the Raiders. All right, moving on, and this brings us to our uh, final segment. Uh, which is review roundup. I was going to call it recommendation roundup, but honestly, review roundup sounded better, so I stuck with that. Basically, what this is is it's going to be me talking about um, kind of just things that I recommend. It's going to be kind of sports themed, like in terms of you know maybe something that's on TV or some special that's going on in the NFL Network or a documentary that's just come out, or you know even if you're something that you can watch maybe to learn a little bit more about the sport, how it works, or the people playing it, or whatever. But I'll keep it sports oriented. I might throw in some other stuff a little bit later on, but we'll see. Um, you know, for right now, I want to just keep it sports and give you guys the opportunity to learn a little bit more, um, 
you know, no matter kind of where you're at, if you're a diehard fan or if you're somebody brand new, um, I'm hoping to kind of give everybody, everybody a little bit of something. So uh, first thing I'm recommending is I'm sure if you're at all a football fan, you know that this is the NFL's 100th season. They've been doing a bunch of different things um, to celebrate that. You know, they've done a bunch of specials on the NFL network of like the top 100, you know, top 100 plays, top 100 teams, top top 100 characters, which are cool. You know, I've, I've kind of dabbled in every one of them. They're, they're interesting. Um, now, for me, I'll be honest, like a list of a hundred, like, yeah, I will kind of watch the, they do a breakdown every year. Like the players vote on the top 100 players each year, but for this, like the top 100 of all time, you know, by the time I got to like 70, 60, it was like, I, I was starting to, uh, I was starting to yawn a little bit. It was a little tough to watch. Now, the one thing that I didn't find that with at all, and maybe I'm a little biased because I'm a Pats fan, is they did a NFL 100 all-time team. So basically what they did is they took all of the players that have ever played and they made the top 100 team out of that. So if you're somebody that maybe knows a lot about like the NFL and you watch it every week and you're really up to date on current stuff, but you maybe want a little bit, learn a little bit more about these like super kind of obscure older players who cat who once in a while get name dropped and you kind of know who they are. Um, this is something that's really great for a bunch of different reasons is they have, um, you know, they have like this panel of experts that they've created and they go through it and they kind of release it, you know, five, six players an episode or however they do it. And they break it down by position on that panel is Chris Collingsworth. Who's a, you know, he's been a commentator for a long time, obviously knows a lot about the game, but the really big deal for me and I'm, sure for most football fans on this is they actually got bill belichick as well so big uncle bill is finally you know getting in front of the camera and willingly opening up and talking about you know what else football it's really the only thing he probably talks about ever um but i found it so fascinating to just because he's a guy that you don't really hear a lot from um and i'm sure probably because i'm a bats fan he gives like this very unique perspective that i found super interesting and the the thing as like the 100 all-time team as a whole, even if Bill Belichick wasn't on it, like I said, um, you know, if you're somebody that's looking to learn a little bit more and like dive deep into the knowledge, like I like to do, this really helps because not only do they give you the old players, but the players, as they name them, you know, hopefully any that are still alive, they come, they sit at the table, they're all discussing and they talk about how each individual player was influenced by the other player. So if you're looking kind of like for the trajectory of the game and how, um, you know, and how it's kind of evolved over the course of time due to these once in generation players. Uh, I, I found that way more valuable to me personally than like the top 100 characters, like who was the most entertaining. Again, also great. Take a couple vitamins, watch that. You'll laugh your ass off. But uh, if you're looking to actually learn it and, you know, you like football, but you're not really sure, like, you know, okay, I've heard that the history of the game, they, they wore the leather helmets and all that good stuff. But you know, how, like, where did Le'Veon Bell learn how to cut? Or where did Todd Gurley learn how to really, you know, run and break tackles? Or, like, you know, who's the first guy that did that? Who's this Jim Brown guy that everybody keeps talking about? I know he's obviously good. They talk about him as the best running back of all time. But why? Like, what made him that? And how does that impact it now? This 100 all-time team special goes very in-depth on that. So whether you're kind of a casual fan or you're somebody like me who just loves football, um, everybody can get something out of it. And that's, And, again, just to listen to Big Bill talk for me is enough. I'm probably a bigger Bill Belichick fan than I am a Tom Brady fan. And that's saying something. So again, I can't recommend it enough. Please, please, please. If you like football at all, go check it out. They, they break it down by position. Now, if you're saying, Zach, where the hell can I get this? Um, what I recommend is the zone. Again, there's no sponsorships on this podcast. not yet at least, but it's 20 bucks a month and it gives you access to everything for 20 bucks a month. Or I think it's like 120 bucks a year. Um, 
they give you, or 160, I don't know, go look at it. D-A-Z-N is how you get there. D-A-Z-N.com. And you'll see everything that you need to uh, sign up. There's a $20 monthly option as well as a yearly option. Um, and this gives you access to Game Pass, which gives you access to basically anything that the NFL Network has ever made, including every single game, full games, condensed games, whatever the hell you want. So, And you get them live every Sunday, Thursday, Monday, whenever they're on. So it, it's very good, especially if you don't have cable um, or if you're looking, you don't want to have to pay for all the sports channels for 20 bucks a month. You know, you get it for the four months of the season, you cancel it if you don't want it. But if you have this to zone and you want to, and that's in Canada, in the U.S., you guys have Game Pass. Um, now in this zone, you also get all the on-demand stuff. So you get all the hard knocks, which is they go, they follow the teams around in training camp, all those things. So it's just like a ton of content. Um, and on that is the NFL 100 all-time team. So go take a look. It's broken down on there by position. So if you want to learn specifically about the wide receivers or the running backs or the quarterbacks, or maybe defensive players, you like D linemen like me, I'm a little bit bigger boy. So I identify with them, you know, they, that, um, we'll break it down and show you those players. And if you're anything like me and like football, uh, I'd be shocked if you weren't hooked. So, uh, so yeah, so that's my first review roundup. And that concludes the second episode of a humble opinion. We're here. We did it. Woohoo. Brand new Mike. And again, like I said, in the intro, we're working on some stuff. So this is certainly not the end, just the beginning. So if anybody listened to this today, like, thank you so much. I love it. Please hit me up on Twitter. We just got that going. I, I want to, yeah, I'm new to the Twitter game, but I definitely want to use it if if listeners would like it. So if you want to check me out, I'm at a a underscore humble opinion. Um, you know, retweet me, tweet me, like me, follow me, do whatever you need to do. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. Um, cheers. We love you all. Good night. We'll see you soon.